Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 0, titled Meet the Queens. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by one loquacious co-host first from the podcasts. Bravo, bravo, effing bravo, and breaking down bad books. Please say, oh, that's right, we have a drop here that we're going to do. What drop am I going to do? We're going to do, uh, how about this one? It makes no sense. Oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? Come on, season six, let's get sick, me. Yeah. yeah. To Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Hi, Joe. I'm ready to get sickening with season 15 yeah Yeah. season 15 (laughs) now everybody needs to know and i don't know if this is really making a case for patreon or not this is the second time we're doing this meet the queens and i you know usually i'll blame people like laurie or taylor this time it's 100 percent my fault i was using the wrong mic actually that was a very as you called it uh nathan an accursed episode Mm. You know, uh, we got like, we didn't get a YouTube strike. We got a YouTube warning, even though we'll talk about this. We'll tell you what we did, but I feel I would, we were in the right, but I don't care enough to, it was just a warning. Yeah. I don't care enough to fight it, you know, but, uh, we got a warning from YouTube and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was crazy. I just realized we have a live show it too. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it was crazy. And then we got, so we got cut off the feed from that. And then, uh, my audio was all messed up and it was just, I messed up when I was talking about my top fours and whatnot. It was a gross episode. We just got a bad dress rehearsal out of the way before opening night. That's all. Yes. And you know what, too? I'm going to say so. Oh, I made a joke that I wasn't supposed to make and Nathan got really upset. Which I've learned my lesson now. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. And then um, also, I'll be honest with you. I also left that episode going like, that wasn't very good. But not because of you, but because of me. You know? Oh, I thought you were very funny. Oh, I haven't listened to it. But thank you. Um, no, you know what it is? And I don't I actually don't blame entirely myself. But we're going to get into this. Let me fade out of this music here. Is... I just think I was trying to make content out of a cast. And this is not speaking of the cast. I actually think, and I've talked to friends about this, this is just the nature of Meet the Queens now. Mm -hmm. Where it's very, the queens are very, very poised and polished and similar. They're the same people. I don't think they're the same in real life. And I think they'll be very different on the show. But on Meet the Queens? They're boring. It's like... They're boring. And I think it's because they know it's Meet the Queens and they're trying to answer the question in the most political, mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's like, you know what it's like? You know when you see a debate and there's like 15 people on the stage in the debate, yeah. at least in the US, and they all give their opening statement and the opening statement is the same fucking opening statement. <laughs> yeah, that's times. what this is. <laughs> that's what this was. And so I was trying to make content out of it. And it's it's one of these things that where like I feel there were some people like Selena as titties that got a bad rap for me, whatever. But before we do anything, like I said, the, it's a weird pitch for Patreon. This horrible cursed episode we released it on Patreon. <laughs> I still release it on Patreon. They just get whatever garbage comes out, right? <laughs> and I go, well, we got to do the good one for the public feed. 
So if you want to hear that accursed episode where we actually, because we're not going to go, we're not going to break down the cast queen by queen on this one. What? No, we're not. Great. We're going to talk about it in general, but then we are going to give our placements. Okay, sure. And I and I went through, because uh, guys, I also messed that up too. So I actually went through and I made a list, but I'm going to tell you something, Nathan. I don't know if you consider this cheating. I moved a couple of people <gasps> in columns, but nobody, the, the, the final four didn't change. Okay. The final four didn't change, but just like the top 16 and top 12 swapped. Well, we need to get this right. This is an important historical document. Yeah, but before we do, you know, uh, Nathan, we have you. You are now the new second chair here of RuPaul's Drag Race. Moving uh, on. Yeah, you know, you know, we're all, we are going to have rotating third chair. Meh. I know for old listeners, like it remind you of season nine. Uh, I asked Taylor. Mm-hmm. Listen to this, Taylor. I asked oh, tell Taylor. Me. If he wanted to be the co-host on the premiere, maybe that'd be nice. You know, the premiere, yeah. the, the a passing of the torch, right? He was like, no, I'm not even being funny. And I know Taylor's going to hear this and pound on his steering wheel somewhere <laughs> in Clearwater, Florida. He was like, I don't want to intimidate Nathan. <gasps> I'm good. He thinks he's going to intimidate you. He's like... It'll just be really intimidating for Nathan, and I know he's really nervous, and I don't want to do that to him. Okay. That's very nice. That's very nice of him. But, you know, this is just this is just a podcast between some squirrel friends. Well, it's not... He's not handing also, over the presidency. And girl, it's also... It's drag, girl. <laughs> it's drag, you know? girl. <laughs> yeah. And, well, he actually might not come on in the season at all. He thinks that would be inappropriate to come on the season at all, because it'll be like intimidating you with his podcasting prowess we can't be seen in the same room we're like superman and clark kent maybe we're the well, same person. i will say i will say um and if this person listens i know this might kind of embarrass you but you know uh you know i have a, a podcast that's up for consideration as of this date we're supposed to know by october 1st 2022 and now we're going into 2023 i don't know mm. but called evergreen Mm-hmm. Spotify, maybe original. And the producer on that one is a guy named Charlie Turner. Okay. okay. The, he did a, an episode of Shady Pines with it. He's going to be one of the rotating. I just talked to him. He's going to be one of the rotating third Wonderful. chairs. The, you would have died. You would have oh, died. Did he have his pits out? He, he was wearing a tank top. <gasps> armpits galore. Uh, you would have died. We need to make this a rule for like every co-host to get the pits out. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm wearing like a very torn shirt. What? <laughs> I did not dress up for this at all. You might need to throw that uh, shirt out. I think it's yeah. I think I do. I th- well, you know what it was. You know what it was is like yesterday. I was going to sleep and I was changing to go to sleep and I had just done laundry and uh-huh. I was like, oh, this seems like a shirt you would sleep in, which you would, but I clearly not change out of my suit clothes. <laughs> you know you're awake like, now, right? I can literally right? make it into a mask. <laughs> right here. Yeah. There's, the holes are so big, people, I can make it like a mask of Zorro. <laughs> just by lifting my shirt. Anyway. Nathan, how are you? We have not heard from you since Drag Race Dionanda and uh, end of that whole wonderful run. I mean, I talked to you like three days ago, but yes, yes, I'm doing well. Thank you very much, Joe. I had a nice break you know, from we- drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, I just watched, I just watched this finale of Dragula. Are you watching this Dragula? 
You know what? I don't fuck with the Dragulas because it's- I, I don't like the slimy, messy horror of it all. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so they were building up this finale like so nobody's business, right? I don't mind saying this because now, and I'm not going to make any reveals, but we're not releasing this till a week after the finale came out. Okay. Even for the Patreon and whoever, right? So I don't mind. By then, it's like, you should have known. But we're still not, I'm still not going to reveal who won. There were three queens. One of them won. Now, typically, in every season prior, the winner, when they announce the winner and she's walking down with her crown and ro- flowers and stuff like that, has a, a bucket of blood dropped on her, a la the movie oh, Carrie. Great. Okay. This is a whole thing, right? Very mm-hmm. dramatic. This one, at the top of the show, they're like, we're gonna have the, <laughs> we save the biggest surprise and the most gaggy twist for the very last episode. So I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this gaggy twist, right? What is, what is this big surprise? It was one of the worst endings I've ever seen in any drag show. Really? Right? You know how they're usually on drag race and even drag, they'll do a live crowning? Yeah. They literally just, I'm not even joking, a camera went through a hallway, and at the end, there was the picture of the winner, and like, the winner is, and they said the person's name, and that was the end that's of the That's it. <laughs> that's the disappointment. That's, yeah, that's not People good. People are so angry on the social medias. And the Reddits. Are they happy with the winner or it's just the reveal is the Yeah, no, no, they're booger. happy with the winner. In fact, that's actually why they're angry. They feel the winner was fucked over. <laughs> well, they feel like, how dare you do this to this winner? I think the winner can just go and dump a bucket of blood on their head themselves and put it on TikTok or something. Yeah, they got to do that because it was sort of ridiculous. But, you know, we're not here to talk about Dragula, Nathan Patrick Brown. Mm. We are here to talk about Roop, the mother of it all. RuPaul's Drag Race. That's what we're here. I actually had a question for you, Joe. So yes, go ahead. We're we're moving to MTV this season. Is that a big deal? Because for me, I just watch it on the internet because I'm in Australia. But for for the US folk, is that big? Well, no. I'll I'll tell you what it is. It's actually funny that you say that because people have been asking me about this about this MTV move. First of all, my cousin complained to me about it. He's like, "Ah, they keep moving networks." I'm all. They've moved. This will be the second move. (laughs) And that last move was like six years ago. Right? (laughs) And the other move after that was six years before. They moved one time in 12 years. So it's like, get I've seen a few gays on on Twitter and that be like, oh, what are they going to be on next? Cartoon Network? And it's like, how does this affect you? (laughs) Okay. It doesn't affect you at all. So here, I I actually, so, you know, most, most publications, um, just talk about, uh, you know, I'm moving on TV, blah, 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 blah. It's actually a very smart move show business wise because okay. what the reason is, and I read about this in a, in like the Hollywood Reporter or something like, where they explained why they did the move and it makes sense. VH1, MTV, Logo, all of those are owned by a big, massive entertainment corporation called Viacom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Actually owned by Australian Rupert Murdoch. We right? don't claim him. Oh, you don't? No, you can have him. No, it's okay. You're good. So anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's, he's Australian. So anyway, he owns Viacom. Okay. And that is a massive conglomerate. Wait, we were Mark doesn't own Viacom. Never mind. I made that up. That was, Viacom was, um, 
this old man. What was his name? Um, oh, a separate old white man. An, a different old white man who one time I went to dinner with some friends in Malibu. Oh yeah, and he was there with a famous movie producer. They were both old, and this guy was really old. What was his fucking name? No, Rupert Murdoch owns Fox. Um, Viacom was his different old man. I can't remember his name right now, right? And he was so old, and he had these. They, they were these two hot model chicks sitting with them at this <laughs> Chinese restaurant in Malibu, and they were feeding them. They were like, he was like, and he was like with a bib on, and he was like, I'm like, this is one of the most powerful men in Hollywood, and he can't even hold his soup spoon. A, a young hot model <laughs> chick is feeding him. Um, what is it? I love that old. Um, Shall I Google uh, it? I'm doing it right now. Sumner Redstone, thank you. Oh, I've never heard of him. Sumner Redstone, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, anyway, so Viacom's a big company. They own MTV, they own VH1, they own, uh, I think they even own Cartoon Network, actually, it was so funny. <laughs> and they own Logo. And the thing, the reason why they did it is, and it makes sense, is now that they're doing all these international versions, mm-hmm. now they can have them consolidated because MTV is all over the world. So you could put it on MTV Italy, Drag Race Italia. You could put it on, you know, Drag uh, MTV in the UK, MTV in Australia. It, they can put it everywhere on the same network. Right? I don't think VH1 is, is. Do they have VH1 in Australia? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. But but MTV is everywhere. So as they're expanding the Drag Race uh, franchise, now it can be on one network. Mm, so that just means more shitty international versions. Great. Yeah, just more, yeah. The, when you have like a, you know, Drag Race Palau, then you're going to be like, okay, I think, I think we've we run out of places. Palau. Yeah, we can stop there. Uh, all right. But let's, so do you have any more questions, Nathan? And, oh, well, we should go over the ground rules again because I thought that was a valuable part of the Booger episode. Okay, so we did something on the last episode, which is we established ground rules for this season of Drag Race. One of the ones Nathan failed to establish, but we will say it now, is I'm not allowed to mention Nathan's private parts. Mm-mm. We've established that. What, well, what are- just, the sh- just the schlong and the balls area. You can talk about my butthole if you so wish. No, nah, it's okay. I'll just avoid all the private parts. Okay. I'm yeah. thinking about running for president. Okay. <laughs> are you really? Of Viacom? Yeah, president of Viacom. Actually, no, it's a gay porn company, so it's it's Viacom. That is a horrible joke. Hi, everyone. My name is Joe Batanson. You can catch me at the Ha Ha Hut on Lancashire in North Hollywood tomorrow. Uh, it's a special. $5. It gets you a drink, though. Uh, come one, come all, 5 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Which always, there's always good comedy shows at 5 p.m. at the Ha Ha Cafe. Okay, what were you saying, Nathan? Okay, what was another ground rule? So we were saying, like, we're not meaning to be negative, but if we have mm-hmm. a negative reaction to a queen, we're going to be real. We're going to say it. We're going to call yes. balls and strikes. We're going to call balls and strikes. I like that. We're not. We're not coming in trying to be like negative nasties. Like, oh, why do you even watch the show if you don't like yeah. the show? We like yeah. the show, but we're just mm-hmm. we're critiquing it as we take this job very seriously. Yeah, but we're not going to be like making this show is the hardest thing that's ever happened to a human being. Uh, my well, marriage is crumbling because I'm doing this show. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I I got cancer because uh, because I, <laughs> I don't do know a if we show. Can control that one. <laughs> one hour a week for you know for four months. One hour a week. I I, mm. I got cancer because of it. And, uh, my husband left me, and my <laughs> mental health is shit because for one hour a week 
I turn, turn on. I do. I don't do anything else. I turn on a microphone. I talk about a show that I would watch anyway. I feel like you need to get something off turn your chest. Off the huh? Is this is this about anyone in particular, or no. is this just no? no. Oh, okay, good. No. So anyway, there's that. And then also, we are not going to uh, compare queens in whole. Like, we might say, oh, they sound like Eureka. Like, their voice sounds like them. Yeah. Um, or we might say, like, uh, uh, I think there was one that I, there was one where I made a comparison about something that the, they did that was something like another queen. But other than that, we're not going to be like, it's this year's Willow Pill. This mm. is this year's Naomi, uh, what's her name? Smalls. Smalls. Right? Uh, we're not going to be, this is this season's, uh, Laganja Astranja. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be, uh, we're not going to say anything like Nathan is this season's Taylor the Latte Boy. Even though I am. Mm. According to Taylor, you'd be very intimidated by his podcasty <laughs> prowess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Um, okay. So now we were there any other ground rules? Maybe we'll establish more ground rules as we go. Yeah, we'll have a an involve an evolving document. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Just to be safe, we're gonna take a break right here. When we come back, we will discuss the the cast and our make our predictions, and we'll get out of here. Not a long episode. All right, sure. we'll be right back after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you. I want to write more. In a, in a, in a previous life, I uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz. You know, wrote things, and then it seems now that I podcast, which is a, a, a great creative outlet, by the way. I just write less, and well, I do write a lot. I just I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less, I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever's coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I have benefited very much from therapy, and it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full-time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were. And I benefited from therapy, and I think everyone can benefit from therapy, and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. Yeah! <laughs> now you heard music this time, right, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, so after I found out there was a mistake, I was trying to find a way. Did I sound? P- I was not pissed, but I was like, I don't want Nathan to think I'm pissed, but I do have to know if there's a problem. 
because Nathan did this on the, on an olden on a Golden Girls episode. After the entire show was done, Taylor was like, "Your microphone was super loud." And I went back and listened, and I'm I'm not even joking. I literally heard like. <laughs> And I was like, why did no one, why didn't he tell me this during the show? Well, it sounds different when you, I don't know. You're very intimidating. Like, I'm intimidated by you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm super intimidated. I have, look, I'm growing a person on my chest. I wish people could see this. The holes in my shirt are so big, there is a face on my chest. This is intimidating, Nathan? This is what intimidates you? Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's talk about this cast in general. Just, we're going to go big to little. All right, any big takes on the cast? Like, just the cast as a whole, the cast of season 15. I feel like we need to talk about how there's a lot of boogers. Uh, from the Meet the Queens, a lot of them mm-hmm. seem a bit dull, a bit boring, a little bit canned. Yeah. Like, their mm-hmm. their responses were not original. Their mm-hmm. presentations were not super astounding. But yeah. there's a few gems in there from what we can see so far. Well, I think we need to acknowledge that there's a few powerhouses in there that are going to dominate story. Because um, mm-hmm. we've got twins and we've got this Sasha Colby, which is apparently a big deal. And so, mm-hmm. I think they're going to suck up a lot of the screen time, whereas mm-hmm. people like your Jaxes, your Amethysts, your Nitras are going to fall by the wayside. So, that's a very good point. I, it's so funny, though. I, I could see Sasha Colby knowing how to play the game and playing it cool. And I wouldn't be surprised if she's wisely sort of like staying in the background. You know who was mm-hmm. kind of like that? And we didn't – on Drag Race UK – if I remember correctly, I think Cheddar Gorgeous is sort of an iconic drag queen in the UK. And I think that was sort of, she eventually came out and started being more upfront. But like, I think, I feel in the beginning, she sort of hung back a little bit. You know? So Sasha Colby is this season's Cheddar Gorgeous. <laughs> Sasha Colby is this season's Cheddar Gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> right. I never thought uh, I would have heard that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so then, which is so funny because isn't Colby a type of like, <laughs> yellow cheese and I then you have so. cheddar gorgeous i don't know anyway i'm fat but what i was gonna tell you is um that's a very good observation i i think sugar and spice are gonna suck up definitely for sure a lot of the energy what i'm seeing online and from talking to friends i have not met one person nor have i seen one comment that isn't being sarcastic where the people genuinely like sugar and spice mm. There seems to be a universal hatred among the fans who are on social media and people that I know. Because obviously they have fans. They have a lot of TikTok followers, you know. Mm -hmm. Probably thirsty old gay men, but they have a lot of TikTok followers and 13-year-old girls. But it's weird those two uh, types overlap. But, but yeah, so... um, but I think they're going to suck up a lot of the energy from what I've seen. Now, what's funny is, and people should know, I'm going to reference the episode that was lost, is I really came down hard on Selena as titties. You right? sure did. And and I haven't really changed my opinion. The one thing I will say, and I'll say it then, is that it was so boring, this whole thing, that I watched it at 1.5 speed. And so I watched Selena as titties at 1.5 speed, <laughs> and let's just say it was a lot. Right? Well, she's already at one point. 1.5 yes. speed, so yeah. Yes. So I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on with this bitch? But then I saw someone make a comment online. 
And I thought this was a really smart comment. Not that I now like Selena's titties and now she's going to be the winner in my book. But it bumped her up in a, a, yeah. a few, quite a few pegs. In that they said, you know what? Yeah, she's loud. Yeah, she's annoying. Even though a lot of people like her. She's very popular from the Meet the Queens. But they said, she's one of the few that wasn't like everybody else. Yeah. Every other drag queen was the same cookie cutter drag queen with the and they even said for the most part they didn't say she was the only one but they said for the vast majority of them it was the same drag queens with the same makeup saying the same shit over and over again and she was the one of the very few who took it and made it something different what do you think of that i feel like i i did say that in our episode but i'm glad you took that insight from someone on the internet thank you um, I loved Selena Astidis. She's she was my standout because yeah, she did have energy, and because like I said, some of the some of the queens were just so dull in their presentations. Like poor Jax, the one that was talking about a dead grandma, and I was like, this is yeah. fucking dire. Yeah. So when she came on and she was high energy, mm-hmm. she was talking loud, she was talking mm-hmm. fast. I enjoyed it. And somebody pointed out that's much more of an old school drag queen that she's doing than these new queens who are all just like look Instagram queens and have no personality. And I was like, oh, that's a really good point. And that's where I'd be worried for Sugar and Spice because you can be popular on TikTok, but uh, TikTok's a lot of um, not so much joke stealing, but like the point of TikTok is to recreate viral moments. And so you're not driving the uniqueness, the charisma, the nerve, the talent. And um, also be very fast. Remember, we've had quite a few YouTubers. I don't know about TikTokers quite. Maybe we have, but like, remember this, um, and don't get me started here. It's fucking so true. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. What a nightmare this soju is, right? <laughs> she was a YouTube Why? star. <laughs> I'll tell you, I went, I had a press pass to this drag con, right? And Jay Ellis was there after, but at the time he was after Buzz TV's Jay Ellis. And they had an L the press in this kind of smallish, <laughs> like, room. And they would bring the yeah. drag queens to us, right? That's what we all, they always do, it, actually. They bring the drag queens to you. This fucking soju was there. This, this is before she was a drag race. This is when she was doing shot with Soju, right? And all the other press people, we were talking to each other, mingling, you know. T- yeah. She sat in this corner with such a fucking, like, <laughs> sour look on her face. <laughs> just sitting there so unapproachable. And then I saw her later, and she was talking about how, like, she lights up a room. What room? <laughs> Is this soju lighting up? I want to know what room. What room it's is dark it? Dark room. Yeah. What what room is she lighting up? Is she maybe? I, maybe she's holding a flashlight. <laughs> right. Maybe she lit up the room because she did. It wasn't her person. It wasn't her sparkling soju personality. Yeah. And then I would say this all the time on the show, right? And everyone be like, "Oh, Joe's so mean to soju." And then it comes out. She's a fucking, like, uh, predator online. Yeah. I do love that story. I don't like... She just (laughs) sat there. (laughs) You couldn't talk to her. Sat in the corner. This is visual, but she was like... In the corner. Like a fucking uh, disgusted genie. 
right? <laughs> I love how we're not going to discuss Robin Fierce or Lux, but we're going to talk about Soju for 10 minutes. Anyway, Beautiful. she was popular on YouTube. She did nothing, right? Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, okay. Oh, going, and I, I do want to talk about this sugar and spice. I don't know which one who said it, right? But the question was, <laughs> I had this note I forgot to mention last time, so I'm glad I got a second chance. The question was, what makes you unique? Okay. <laughs> it's sugar or spice. I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> and she goes, I'm really unique. I put pepper on my carrots. <laughs> she goes, if you've never done that, it's a game changer. She did a type five on carrots. Yeah. I'm like, oh, really, Gordon Ramsay? You're, uh, you're putting pepper? You don't say. You tell me how you do this. You get pepper and you put it on carrots? <laughs> How are you not a chef? <laughs> Do you think Sugar and Spice sat down together and they said, okay, what, what parts of our personality are you going to take? And then what are you going to mm-hmm. take? And this one was like, I'm going to take the carrots with the pepper Oh, I was going to do that one. <laughs> I was going to do carrots. Well, I said it first. Can you imagine that's your personality? Can you imagine yeah. that? They're like, you're like, hmm. And like, by the thing. Like, I... Uh, my here's what makes me unique: I take carrots and I put pepper on it. Wow. Here's what makes me unique: I take. Hold here, go go with me on this. If you haven't done this, try this. Whenever I want a snack, I take cereal, put it in a bowl <laughs> with milk. <laughs> Have you tried it with milk? So good, game changer. Cereal and milk. Yeah, Don't even yeah. get me started on my. Secret ingredient I add to my peanut butter sandwiches. What is it? I'm not going to tell you, but it rhymes with jam. So anyway, um, so okay, so we've talked about the cast in general. We've talked about some of them, but um, uh, do you have any other thoughts before we give our? Um... Oh, I actually had a question for you. You know, mm-hmm. one of the complaints I saw online was that a lot of the queens have the same, and no one ventures to, no one tries to guess why that is. But a lot of the queens have the same makeup, like the look of their makeup, okay? Do you think this is because uh, beauty influencers and drag queens who do their makeup on YouTube now are influencing a whole generation of drag, so they're all looking the same? Oh, I don't know. I didn't really notice it, but I assume they were given a directive to dress up in this drag race style because they all had mm-hmm. a similar outfit. And so maybe yeah. that sort of outfit lends itself to that sort of makeup. I don't know. I don't know anything about makeup. I don't know if you know that. Oh, that was another thing you guys missed. Well. I put on makeup on camera. Guys, this wasn't amazing. <laughs> this I put an amazing on, lost I put on makeup on camera and then YouTube struck it down. So now mm. it doesn't exist. All right. Well, now it's time, uh, Nathan. Let's just do this and get out of here. We are going to give our... Top now there are sixteen contestants, and so we've divided up into four quadrants. We're going to start from the bottom mm-hmm. and all the way to the top. Now I didn't do it in a particular order, but I know you did it in a particular order. So why don't yep. you give us the first four queens to go out? Okay, so first out, I'm thinking Sugar, just mm-hmm. because I think they're going to gag us with mm-hmm. bringing in twins and getting rid of one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it probably won't happen, but I'm just going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jax. Amethyst and Anitra. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
All right. Now remember, we're gonna go, we're gonna go back to this at the end of the season. See how right we were. Right. Okay. Uh, mine are Irene Dubois. What? Robin. Robin. Irene Pierce. Dubois out first. Wow. I don't know. I don't have an order. She's gonna be in the first four. Oh, right. Sure. Sorry. Robin Fierce. Isabel Brooks. Is that her name? Mistress. Mistress Isabel Remember, Brooks. Remember, it's a double entendre. Then, oh yeah, and then, <laughs> that means oh yeah. She, that we forgot about that was in the other episode. She said that Mistress was a double entendre. For what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so what was your fourth one? I missed it. Sugar. I'm with you on the sugar. But I don't think she's four. I, oh, I, I, right. I, don't, I just think she's in the first four. She could be first. I just think she's in the first four. All yeah, right. Your next, right. Your next four, Nathan Brown. Then we got Lux, Mistress Isabel Brooks, Robin Fierce, and Marsha, Marsha, F and Marsha. Oh, interesting. I have Anitra. Mm-hmm. Aura? Is there somebody named Aura? Aura Mayari, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aura Mayari. Jax and Malaysia Fox. Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Yeah. Malaysia Baby Doll yeah. Fox is in the next four. Okay. Wow. Okay. And actually, typically, not all the time, but typically, it's around here. Right after these is where we go into Snatch Game. So I'm actually saying that these eight queens are not making it to Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Your next this is now, <laughs> now this is the, the second half now, the top half. Who are the next yeah. four to go out? Irene Dubois, mm-hmm. Lucy LaDuca, mm-hmm. Aura Mayari, and Princess Poppy. I have Marsha, 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 Princess mm-hmm. Poppy, Selena mm-hmm. Estides, and <gasps> Amethyst. Yeah, you think Amethyst is going quite far, which I do not agree with. Okay. Um, I also think in the last episode you had a great point about Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Do you want to do you want to bring that up just so the public can hear that? Because I thought it was great. I don't remember what it is about her name. Oh, let me. This fucking bitch. She goes. <laughs> I remembered. She says everyone wants to know the origin of my name, so let me tell you. It's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. There was a show called The Brady Bunch, and there was a character named Marsha, and she was really popular and pretty. And I'm like, well, that's half right. I mean, that is true, but that's not the origin of the name. The origin of the name is there's an episode where the middle sister, Jan, feels that Marsha, everyone just loves Marsha and everyone ignores her, you know? And and so she's at a certain point, she's like, everyone's just Marsha, 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 right? And that's where the term comes from. (laughs) <laughs> and um, and then you made a sure jam joke, and then um, yeah, but I'm like, well, I mean, you can at least give her the real origin of the name. Well, and who's asking her? Like, what what does your name mean? It's like it's it's so fucking obvious. Yeah, well, it has to be a fucking eleven, even though it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like like crazy. It's eleven year old going like, whoa, why? But I don't. What's really funny is I'm trying to think here. Why would an eleven year old? Look at that name and think, oh, that must be a reference to something. People are like, oh, she just said, her name's Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She's just got a stutter. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to a Malaysia baby doll fox and being, what the, are you, are you actually a baby doll? <laughs> oh, who was the one that said, I've been dubbed the something, something queen? I'm like, no one called you that. I think that was Aura Mayari with the Facetune queen. Oh, she's the Facetune queen. Walking Facetune. And you made a good point, like the... Who would brag about that? That means you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. 
You know who's the walking facetune queen? Is this Coco Montrese? Coco Montrese is crazy with this facetune. Oh, she loves the blur. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, okay. And then also with Marsha, 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 I did. I pointed out, and I think this is true. <laughs> Great look. I love the look. But then we saw a queen that was really pretty in um, UK this last season. What was her name? Everyone loved her actually. Um, oh no, no one loved her. There was there was some other girl they loved. Anyway, she kind of had a similar vibe, like the sixties mod vibe. And the problem is mm-hmm. that can only take you so far. And then you're like, well, not everything yeah, 60s it gets mod. old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then so now we have our top four. These are the top four queens. Who do you have? I have Spice, Malaysia Baby Doll, Sasha Colby, and Selena Estides. Really? I have Sasha Colby. Right. Spice. Okay. Lux and Lucy. <sighs> is Lucy I, the one I can from see Seattle? Lucy being up there, but. L- um, no, Irene was some from Seattle, wasn't she? Oh, is Lucy's, she? Lucy's the, um, the, the construction worker. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't know what she's constructing. Construction paper? Like, what is she constructing? Gingerbread houses? You know, she works in the office and she does like the, um, like the Scheduling. accounts payable or something like that. And she hands out the yeah. hard hats. Like, do you really, do you really see her? Going out there and like working on like a skyscraper. No, no, yeah, sitting on those bars, those beams for yeah, lunch. Yeah, those beams, eating her lunch and like a black. And what you, and what, and, and, like, everyone has like you know like a sandwich, and she takes like a, like a little stand and puts sushi on it, and she's like, "Oh, I have sushi." Like, I don't eat carbs. Hey, get, hey, Sal, did you hear that? This- this one says right here, you don't eat carbs, right? <laughs> hey, you know she's this drinking guy. a kombucha. Yeah. Who, no, who this one here, she's drinking one of them smart waters. I don't know. Well, I don't know what smart water is, right? <laughs> yeah, smart water. I drink a dumb water. What are you trying to say there, right? How about, a, what do you like on your pizza? And like, oh, I don't eat pizza. What the mother, you know, like, it's, I don't know. Right? They're all Italian now. All right. Nathan, any other comments before we call it a day here? Um, no, no. I'm excited for a Don't few you of these queens. If you were a construction worker, you'd call yourself like <laughs> Philip Screwdriver, or like you'd make a, a construction worker name. Yeah, you would. You yeah, would. you'd make a construction worker name. Oh, like. You'd at least make like a tradie of the season yeah. joke or something. Yeah, tradies are like tractor. I hardly know her. Something stupid like that, right? <laughs> Wait, what do they call tractors and, in um in Australia? Uh, tractory bobs. Are you being funny? I can't tell. Yeah, no, I'm not being funny. Um, do you think that like the production are also going to rig it? So as soon as she's Lucy Leduc is in the bottom, they're going to do like a men at work song or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be something dumb like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, I'm now trying to think of all the possibilities of songs that she can have to sing to and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nathan, any last final thoughts before we call it a day? Yeah, no. Excited for a couple. Excited for a few to impress me and whelmed by the rest. All right. Well, no, taking one of Taylor's jokes, uh, which I think, isn't that for like Mean Girls or something? Uh, oh, no, ten things I hate about you. T- ten things I hate about you. Oh, ten things I hate about you. Which is funny because I told a story 
about a, someone who's in 10 Things I Hate About You. Where did I tell this story at? Oh, just between the schools. All right. Well, we're going to call it a day there. Thank you so much for listening. Um, is that how we end the show? Well, well, that's going to do yeah. for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us uh, in a couple weeks on the next episode as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. So, for Nathan Patrick Brown and myself. Sashay away until January 6th. for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Carter McKinnon, Karina Williamson, Deckhead, Devin McKay, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.